the uh Sippin' Duce, boy, this ain't your daddy yet He in the Cadillac, me, I'm in the Maybach Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, um, to another episode of Cognac Corner, and I'm your host, Marcus Boston, and today we have a young lady on the podcast, one of the first young ladies on the podcast. One of the first or the first? <sighs> the first, but uh-huh, I was saying <laughs> one of the first, because I wasn't sure it, when I was going to drop this one, but apparently oh, gonna be, oh, okay. Apparently, this is going to be <laughs> the first uh, lady on woman grown ass woman as she into, jumped into the damn podcast before I introduced her um is Chrissy Beck. Say hello Chrissy Beck. Hello. Thank you for making time to come to the corner with the cognac um and with Marcus Boston. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm sweating on the why. Um, don't make you nervous. I don't like how you said that. And yes you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially with me uh drinking this cognac in the, in the afternoon, <laughs> <laughs> round of applause for Chrissy Beck making. Oops, that's okay. That's uh, uh, damn it. Hold on, guys. Sorry. You know I need a production manager. Sorry, I try this again. Ah, there, there it is. There you go, guys. So, uh, how have you been? It's been a while since we've been in the same room together. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Things are fine. Yeah. Doing what we can do. Living the dream. Mmm, the dream it is. <laughs> the dream it is. Mm. Hmm. So, Chrissy, being that you are the first lady on the corner, mm-hmm. do you have any questions for me? Let me give you the floor to ask me any questions that you ever had uh, about me. We met over, um, we met in the digital world over, um, one of my many accounts in the in the dating uh, app land uh-huh. last year. Yes. Um, when did we meet? I don't know. I wish I I wish I was better at remembering these things. September. No, it was before that. I oh. want to say it was summer. I had to be late summer. Yeah. August ish. Maybe somewhere around there. Yeah. So I think I was at uh yeah I was working at the um out in St. Peter's at the time. Mm mm. No? Before that. I was at the zoo? Mm-hmm. So that's April then. That had to be spring. Damn. I'm, like, ah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Yeah. 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 Because I, uh, oh, I was excited for leaving the zoo. Huh? Thinking I was like, I was free. Which leaving the zoo was a great thing. Um, I could never go back. I don't believe in going back. At least in that sense. Mm-hmm. People, eh, it depends. Because I've done a lot of fucked up shit. Not in the worst sense, but like I've grown. I always grow each well, right. relationship. So yeah. I always feel that if it comes back around, maybe I'll be better this time. Always you true. will be better. Yes. But will we both be better in the same time? Because, you know, yeah. time is everything. Yeah. Um, But I don't even know where I was going with that. I have no idea. <laughs> Anywho. Here we are. <laughs> so get, let, let the audience know about you. What are you doing? What's going on? Um, yeah. Let me get your way. Just talk about yourself. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I am a single mom. Mm-hmm. I have two of my own children, but I still continue to um, take care for mm-hmm. my stepchildren. So I have two two of my own boys plus uh-huh. an additional boy and girl. Um, single mom. We've been separated for. 
about two years mm-hmm. um, in process of divorce. Yeah. So it's busy. I mean, life as a single mom is hard. Woo-wee. I mean, right? It's hard. Yeah. I'm, like, let's not even I don't want that job at second all. guess that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's hard. And also being a professional. So um, I started out in education, but transferred to nonprofit in a, mm-hmm. in a world that benefits kids. So being a single mom, but also a hardworking professional, I mean, that's hard out there. It's hard out there. But um, you find ways to yep. have your fun and make your mark so and the fun part you speak about that's where i came in <laughs> <laughs> always a good time marcus <laughs> that is, that's right I, that's that's what i am here for i learned a long time ago that marcus maybe someone needs to be the lifeguard on the beach oh okay you know, sometimes you gotta help those fine ladies come out those treacherous waters with bad men uh broken hearts, you know, help them re- rehabilitate, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. get them prepared to go back out in the water and a better sense of themselves. And so I'm the, Dave, I'm the David Hasselhoff of, <laughs> um, of, of, of the world. And that's probably why I haven't quite bought into myself. I feel like limiting myself to one person at right now would be selfish. Oh. So I like to okay. make time for those that are in need. I'm a philanthropist yes. at heart. Okay, great. So I love to get back to the children, give them perspectives that maybe they wouldn't have seen or thought of, mm-hmm. and also the single mothers. Mm-hmm. So I like it's a, it's a win-win for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. I want to make everyone better. Mm-hmm. You know, my price, my cost is not very high. Um, I think it's very reasonable, and I feel like I give more. I receive great as well, but I feel it's a, always a very, very fair um, correspondence or agreement. David Hasselhoff of relationships. I like to, I like to think okay. so. Okay. You know, not saying I not saying I've never not saying I've have not been a great boyfriend, husband, father, I sure. have no children. I know how to be such, but at this time, mm-hmm. God wants me to teach okay. and heal and repair. There you go. And release. It's like, you know, uh like what you know, um when them animals play the channels, you know, you get, you find a wounded animal, you, you nurse it back to health. <laughs> You get it right, you love it, you appreciate it, and then you re- release it back into the wild. Uh-huh, yeah. That's what I do. Oh, okay. And I've been really successful with it. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Well, and I will say, I mean, I'll be very honest with you. You, you're a really good person to be around. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, girl. In general. So, like, and A, you're brilliant. You're very smart. Yep, go ahead. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I'm not making your head bigger, am I? (laughs) It has room to grow. But but you also bring a very level-headed approach to conversation. Mm -hmm. So when we did meet, Mm -hmm. um, I had been, I mean, my husband was out of the house, what, like a little over six months, maybe. And so that part of my life was hard. And so for someone like you to sit down and talk about relationships, that was helpful. Yes. So thank you, David Hasselhoff. You're welcome. Of relationships. Stupid. I give you a, a, a beach body in my red little shorts. Be like uh, the rock in the last one. You better get your slow run going. <laughs> 
Get nice red swim trunks. Now I want to play the. I, I want to play the damn song if I can find it. Um, I, I thank you, and I, and I try to be. Uh, um, it's it's I I would say it's hard, man. It's like a lot of women are damaged and not always their fault. Yeah. Um, I would try to educate myself on on who, what, when, and why. Right. You know, and I, and I always give my mother praise on, on not necessarily direct teachings, mm-hmm. but indirect. Like, she, I've never seen her needed to find her value in a man. She's been yeah. divorced once. She's remarried. Her husband's my age. And at no point I ever felt the need to where, like, she was always good at being her. Mm-hmm. We always was good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she was herself and like so you no know, like when people you know you you sort of replicate the kind of household you're yeah. raised you know born into and see around like she was always good we've always been in the same place it's been stable and you know i don't know the details in and outs of her relationships with men but sure. what i've seen okay i can see well she ain't taking no bullshit sure. and she's being her best self right. and peace right. is always the rule of the house right to let no one Take her peace of mind away. Yeah. Her peace, you know, the house is it, it, to the till to the day. If I come through, like, why the lights off at eight thirty? Like, y'all in the bed already? Like, the f- what? But that's just how right. they they're on the schedule. And I think I had a hard time with accepting who she was and her and, and the struggles that single moms go through right. in high school and young because she wasn't available to be at games and shit like mm-hmm. that. So I had a hard time and shared and shared plenty of tears. Like, why can't my mom be here support me? Right. Like these other parents are. Because your mom is she all she got, and she got to go to work. She doesn't work the nine to five. Now she worked a full time job. It was on uh, off schedule, mm-hmm. you know. So I had to. And like now, me, I'm used to having an off schedule. So like a regular nine to five, like every day, you have a weekend time for that mm-hmm. seven months. When I was working out there, I was like, wow, this is what regular people go through. This shit is horrible. Mm-hmm. I'm used to like hustling and working crazy hours and being flexible with my thoughts and, and my time to where that has uh, bled over to everything that I do. And, I, and I'm I'm grateful for it now. Yeah. I think another big thing I think about my grandmother, she always said, um, there's a time and place for everything. Right. And I, I get those lessons as I've grown up. And like, even to this day, they're allowing me still to grow. And also I made decisions that to where I'm not forced to make adult decisions because no one depends on me but me. You know, like... <laughs> Yeah, I always have my concepts on relationships and and love. I was like, oh, if it ain't if it yeah. don't fit, I ain't, you know. Thank, one thing, thank God, I can get a car. Until I was twenty five mm-hmm. because if I had got a car before then, I would probably would have two kids. No question. That's mm-hmm. when all this. That's when you are early twenties when you are the silly shit. Well, right. I had to go home at one thirty. <laughs> I didn't have a car. <laughs> I dropped me off. Yeah. But everybody that was out and about in that time are all now like, oh, that look Mamas at you, and Mamas, Mamas and, and Daddy. <laughs> All right. One, two, three times right. over. So, oh, look at you guys. Hmm. That's why I ain't talked to y'all in a while because y'all ain't got time. Yeah. I got plenty of it. Yeah. You know, I can yeah. do what I want when I want to. Right. But all those different, not having those, lack of a better word, anchors mm-hmm. has allowed me to explore and meet people mm-hmm. and be available to where, you know, when the opportunity shows up, I was able to do things. Yeah. I didn't have to, you know, organize picking up kids or dropping you know, all that stuff that goes along the sacrifice that required to be a parent sure you know so and you know here we are and that's why i'm still you know yeah s- saving and, lives and right and going back to when we met it was it was an important time for me because i had been separated from my husband 
my ex-husband, who knows what he is at this point, right? Mm-hmm. We were separated. <laughs> um, process of divorce. We'll call him my ex-husband. So um, at that point in your life, as a single mom, you're trying to figure out, okay, how do I balance work mm-hmm. with kids on my own? And and then navigate a relationship. Mm-hmm. And then what lessons I'm teaching my kids too. So, you know, there is no book on how to be a mom or how to be a parent or how to how to organize your time yep. in order to fit in the laundry so you don't have to send your kid to school with second day underwear. Like Damn, I know. you know, like <laughs> not appropriate. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how do you how do you figure that out and how do you navigate it? Well, you mentioned that we we met on one of the beautiful apps, one mm-hmm. of the electronic forces out there. And so not only was I in a place where I'm trying to figure out how all of this works, but then in having conversations with these other people, like how do I find somebody of value yeah. who doesn't just want to get in my pants, right? who can provide me what I'm looking for, which at this point is just support companionship, mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. like that, without trying to, without some sleaze ball coming into my house, because mm-hmm. I have to protect my kids. My yep. kids come first. Mm-hmm. So I have to protect our peace. I have to protect our space. I have to protect yeah. who we are as a family. That yeah. comes first. Right. While also trying to find a way to get my needs met in mm-hmm. terms of a companion or a male um, or just even a friend, mm-hmm. somebody that I can confide in and talk to you. Yeah. Um, in my particular relationship with my ex, um, total antisocial, like homebody, Man. did not want to deal with anybody. So when you told me that story. I said, I said, the fuck? I said, did no one, <laughs> did no one love you enough to say this motherfucker's trash? <laughs> and I try to tell my friends, my girlfriends that they've gotten less, but no, they, they've gotten less because they've all finally got there. The one that I miss the most is my girl, Michael. She's engaged now, but like. You know, when we was in these streets, like Bonnie and Clive, of course, forever they thought we was a couple because why would I, why would she not want to be with me? I mean, let's be honest. Love you, Michael. Um, and vice versa. It's that big head again. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I saw it. <laughs> hey, hey, girl. Hey, you. <laughs> um, and like she, she always was herself. Mm-hmm. And she she put her time in. She went through her knuckleheads, and I mm-hmm. gave my opinions. And I think she learned a lot from osmosis. And I let her develop. And she found a guy that they fit together, and they're engaged, and she's happy. And mm-hmm. you know, and I miss. I'm happy for her, but I miss having her around. Sure, because you know, all my best right. friends have been girls. Because this is where I naturally. Right. That's, I have a comfort in being able to talk just about anything and bullshit and blah blah blah. Where guys aren't socialized or program or prepared or built to have the level of conversation that I require to be happy with for the most part. Or if they are, they're not always here. You know, like I have, I've had my Sebastians. He's great to talk to. We agree about a lot of stuff, but he wasn't always here because he lived in California, you know, mm-hmm. as we're see. So we can have a conversation about anything of depth and bounce ideas and get perspective to where like, it's hard to find another man because yeah. most men aren't, vulnerable enough to have those engaging conversations to be themselves not what they think they have to be or play these super masculine roles and blah 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 so i've always had girls as friends that's fine I've always, that's fine or they just don't want to have that conversation yeah. so like their happiness might not lie in those conversations and instead right 
some men their happiness lies in video games and making sure their car is polished. Yeah. I'm right. out. You know, yeah, like I'm that's a... not where I am, but that's where some people are. Like some of the dudes that I talk to, they just want to be surface level. Mm-hmm. They don't want to go there. It's a lot of work to go there. Sometimes causes pain and uncomfortableness yeah. and growth. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I don't want to do all that. That's scary. Yeah. I said, you, ooh, you some so... growth, I'll, take a, I'll take a whole health. I'll take two servings at growth. <laughs> Let's get deep. Let's go. <laughs> I found women don't want to go deep. Like, I don't want to go deep out the box. That's what what's who fucked you up? <laughs> who hurt you? Right. That's my favorite question. So who hurt you, girl? <laughs> come on, come on. Let me save you. Come on, me show us. Let me hop on this buoy. Let me bring you on the shoreline. You just mouth to mouth and get you resuscitated. <laughs> All right, David. <laughs> Saving lives, lives. <laughs> That's what, I'm, that's what I'm here to do. How can I help you help yourself? <laughs> and and, and I, I enjoy it, but like I, but I understand why I feel that way because I was raised around a bunch of women. I didn't have those yeah those falsehoods of masculinity around me growing up. So mm-hmm. I spent my time around my mom, grandma, cousins, and but even with that, I was around them. But it wasn't like they set me down and said, "This is what." Blah, blah. I just sort of just bit, I was observing. Mm-hmm. You know, I always listened to understand not to reply mm-hmm. and I, I wasn't pressured to do anything you know mm-hmm. i didn't do a lot of things till damn out of high school you know i i probably didn't get into self-enjoyment i was 19 i didn't know what the shit was i went through my whole like <laughs> high school career i didn't know what that was oh, you know sad. what the fuck it's not sad <laughs> i'm happy it happened so late i'm, I'm hearing these stories at 14 13 i was just playing with water guns not knowing i had on my own go. water gun i was <laughs> I was, I was just happy to be here. I was playing my Sega. You know, I didn't know what this meant. No one explained to me. And I wouldn't ask no questions. I was like, well, I don't know why. why my balls hurt, but I'm going to go back to sleep. And, but it was until I was at, at high school. I said, oh, 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 oh. Oh, surprise. No one should start this early in life at all. This is powerful. Oh, this is, I'm glad I'm mentally mature to understand. Oh, this is, this is trouble. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm so glad I was mentally mature enough to understand. Sure. What the what the the, the, the the consequences that came with that? Yeah, yeah, I understood the cost. I didn't. I was. I never been naive. I never had that blind, young, and dumb shit. Like I was like, no, I could die tomorrow. <laughs> like I'm not finna. That's like a mm, bad idea. <laughs> Mom says, get home, streetlights. Up. Oh. Mom, get home. I I understood that. Yeah. If I piss my mom off or do some like rebellious shit, where you going, bro? You ain't got no daddy. Your mm-hmm. your your whole family on your mama's side. Now what? Mm-hmm. I don't want to test everybody. I'm like. My sister did. Mm-hmm. She tested. Mm-hmm. My sister's doing great now, but like I remember when she, the summer, I think I was out of town or some shit, and she went on her rebellious thing. I was like, well, I'm in Vegas, so I don't know what you want me to do, but can I come sleep in that room when I come back? <laughs> so do I get off the couch into the bedroom now? Like, <laughs> I, I do as I'm told. You know, I, I just tell around this. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I, I don't want no smoke. Like I remember, yeah. like, I cried a lot. When I was a child, like she didn't have to whoop me because she just yelled. I was, I'm sorry. I don't. I'm not. I don't have time for all that. I, I'm not mm-hmm. built for all this back and forth. Mm-hmm. I love peace, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so I was 19 with that, and I was 21 when I actually got into the pool. So I was swimming around. I said, uh, uh, Oh, I said, Huh? Huh? Interesting. Mm-hmm. This is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad I got in this shit late because this shit is horrible. This shit. <laughs> this is why. This is why <laughs> you should not you. be done. <laughs> 
I'm glad I understand all the nuances of this yeah. motherfucking uh, gauntlet, this motherfucking uh, finish stones. Because <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> this shit is real. Yeah. I can understand how if you get involved with something so powerful and so overwhelming before you're mentally, emotionally mature enough, how mm-hmm. you can make bad decisions, chase the wrong things, or ignore red flags, and you, mm-hmm. by the time you realize the shit, what it is, you you've made some very adult decisions. Mm-hmm. Now you have adult things to deal with. Mm-hmm. I was able to enjoy all this shit. But it's funny how many people choose to ignore mm-hmm. the adult portion of that. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, so, you know, we touched on on levels of conversation and how some guys just choose not to go there because it's hard. Yeah. But that's part of it too. So women, men, everybody mm-hmm. makes those choices. So I'm going to go do adult things but ignore the adult consequences that come with that or yeah. I'm not going to have those adult conversations that circle around with it and all of a sudden you come up itchy or whatever. Yeah. Like, not cool, bro. Yeah. So, yeah. and there's so many people that just make those irrational choices. And they don't, know, they don't even understand, like, how and why they throw it all away. Like, you yeah. still see people, men, I mean, always, like, I just got onto a a book, but I've read plenty of books explaining how monogamy is a, is a social construct. It's not it's not a human, natural thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, our, our, I think our best selves as human beings were, when we live in a very, uh, damn, another big word I got to get right. Here we go, guys. Italigarian? <laughs> um... A it's like when the example is like when we lived in a tribe of like 150. Okay. What before the patriarchal system? Before okay. we were when we were hunter gatherers. Okay. To where the women, as as all smart men, hopefully have great women that they listen to, mm-hmm. the CEOs of their life, mm-hmm. and the men in the village wasn't concerned with who child it was. Who it could be any of us child. So it was like as we get the the the, the phrase, it takes a village to raise a child because. Right. We all we got in here, mm-hmm. you know. You know, we might go hunt and bring some meat back, but it's the women that are keeping us fed through what they're doing, mm-hmm. you know. And we're more, as a species, more closely related to bonobos and the way they sort of navigate their troops than we are primates. Mm-hmm. But you know, when you're scientists, you got to think about the year it was discovered and how science breaks down. Also, just as flawed as like race is a fucked up construct and right. you know a social one. So it's monogamy. Then you throw in, you know, the cost of that. that's a choice. So everyone's not built to, everyone doesn't understand the sacrifice it takes to be with only one person. When as a human being, you're going to urge yeah. after a while to be with somebody else. Absolutely. Or you don't understand that if you don't keep that same energy, mm-hmm. that you're going to start looking elsewhere and that it's it can happen. You don't yeah. plan for it, but if you're not taking care of home, all the women that I've saved over the years from drowning, um, we're oftentimes looking to be satisfied in emotional and intellectual ways. Yeah. Because the person they were with, yeah. the man was taken from granted, got used to the, so I used to get used to it and they let the woman part of them become dormant. Mm-hmm. And I came through with, you know, a match and some gas and, you know, and was just there mm-hmm. and just let them re- return them back to being a woman. Mm-hmm. And once she went her mind, the body follows. Mm-hmm. Now we don't get into details of what happened with her body followed, but the most important part of my of, of what I was there to do was to return her back to her true self. That makes her a better person beyond me, and, and give her 
tools and skills that can carry on beyond me. Now, sometimes that that, that sort of failed in my it's fucked me over in it. I'm like, damn, I may I might have made I made show the too well. Like, oh she's <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That don't it don't work no more. Hmm, fair enough. <laughs> Ah, I gave you all of it. So now it's like, ah, I can't hit you with that. I can't hit you with that. <laughs> Suck. No, Marcus. Damn. Damn. Ah, moment, see, of, moment of silence. You still growing, huh? <laughs> you, 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 then you start using my shit against me. I'm like, hold on, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, I taught you. I taught you that. I taught you that goddamn move. That was my, that was my line. I was like, ah, fair enough. Like now it's like, all right, well. Uh huh. I had a situation where, like, you know. We met. She was in a at the end of the divorce, end of the marriage, but mm-hmm. was was still holding on because all she knew for twenty years. Mm-hmm. We kicked it. I'm just living my best life, looking like a peacock, you know, smiling, mm-hmm. cheesing, smelling like new money. <laughs> ain't had a, ain't had a dime, but I can make it. Sm- I can I can give you the, I can give you a, I can give you my energy. Uh huh. And it ran its course. She was leaving, and we you know, got close, and just everything sort of fell fell into it, but. The whole point of me was to return her back to what she was. Like, hey, you know, I think I hate the word cheating, but men cheat for ego, women cheat for emotional emo, mm-hmm. mostly. I, I yeah, usually. And yeah. you know, and I, I'm reading this book right now um, called Untrue, and sort of explains how men still think that women are these non-human, sexually needing that they can't just have sex for have for reason of having sex they had to have emotional reasons that's not always true Mm-mm. like no. the arrogance mm-hmm. to think that only men operate that way is stupid because women cheat way better than men by a lot of it well 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 organized so i admire it and i make sure i learn a lot absolutely because they might they fucking brilliant <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah all fucking day and men are stupid men are stupid and arrogant to think that kind of shit. So, the point of that story was, like, she returned to her best self mm-hmm. and ended, that came to an end. And I just sort of highlighted, like, certain things. That, like, if he wanted to be there, he would have said certain things. Would have right. been certain way. But, like, you know, she didn't want to, you know, she had a kid that was finna go to, in the high school. Like, you know, I knew from jump we could never be a thing. Mm-hmm. Could be culturally different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would be the once. Once he found out I, who I am, he was like, "Oh, you, you with that guy? Jeez, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you see my energy, <laughs> right? You know, like, you know, he's not gonna, he's not gonna see you. I can't come to family and you like, hey guys. So that's, uh-huh. you know, like, I, I got it, but I understood it from jump. Like this, only this, this runway is what it's gonna be. Yeah, you know, and, a, and a, when a movie ended the first time, it should have been the end of it. Yeah. She's moving to Georgia. Yeah. Um, you know, we had a good time. It, it ran. We had a, a bunch of shit together and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, damn, I could. I've always had glimpses of being in a relationship that works. Mm-hmm. I understand mm-hmm. my role, her role, and like how it evolves and adjusts as you grow together. But at, at the, the essence, we can be together and not say nothing and be chilling. Mm-hmm. And like, I like my shit. You like your shit. You ain't gonna like my shit. That's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. I don't gonna like your shit. Do your shit over there. I do my, it's okay. I want to miss you. Mm-hmm. Don't blow me up all goddamn day because I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm doing shit. Just come over and hang Busy. out. Yeah, like I, I, I like peace. I like to do shit. Like I like, I'm, I'm, I like to be at home as much as I like to be out. Mm-hmm. I like to balance, mm-hmm. you know? And I had no problem bringing you to my world and, and I was okay with not coming to yours to understand. You have more to lose than I do. I ain't got shit to lose. Mm-hmm. Now, 
if he could, if I understand he might feel what he feels, and I respect that I won't cross that bridge to go over there and hang out in your part of town. Sure. But I also know, like, you catch these hollow points if you come over and decide to. Like, I can't be naive to think, like, maybe he figure out who I am. I'll see. Like, I was out. And then back time, I was out here posting crazy shit on, like, Tumblr and... I was out here nasty guy. Um, I had a I had a nasty couple of years where I was just posting the most nastiest, outrageous shit on my Instagrams and shit. I've grown. The nasty's still alive and well. Jesus. I just I just have a better. <laughs> <laughs> the disgusting part of me, in a good way, is still alive and well. But I have a better control of when sure. and where to show it. You know, sure. I know how to harness it, time and place. Yeah, it has um, a location. Right. And so, but I never was naive. Okay, this shit can go left quick. But, you know, this is the path I've chosen. God, God's playing better than mine. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. But let's go. It, like, so that first movie ended, tears and bubbles and shit. Because we really had a good bond. And she moved. Then she came back. Mm-hmm. And, like, the sequel's never as good as the original movie. Neither is the third. Never. never. It never is. It's never the same. Because when you're apart, you spend time growing right. right and it's how it's much more difficult to come back together yeah once you spend time apart and yeah. she went to georgia and then it, and it pan out she kept having hope that he's gonna be somebody he's not like he's not mm-hmm. gonna be there i just might just figure out a way to end it yeah. and it's always a, it's not really amazing how fast a man can like find something new or find someone to replace that void when mm-hmm. you can say it's her fault that we got divorced and not own up to how you led her to that decision Mm because she didn't want to she would rather had a happy marriage and been good Mm -hmm. but you know like you say this a man can always find a woman that's willing to be that role again you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying like Mm -hmm. there's always more women and men in the world so like if you have certain things or tell the story woe is me so it's like oh i'll be Oh, she did you wrong, blah, blah. I'm like, so she's having a hard time now sort of finding that. I mean, dating as a woman to find a quality man is hard because men are trash. And there's more good women in the world than good men because the world doesn't produce good men as they produce good women for a host of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean. So I feel like it, from my perspective, and this is Chrissy's world, right? Like from my perspective, I have a list of needs. Mm-hmm. And in terms of dating and going out and finding a companion to move forward with or whatever, like, I don't need you to be perfect. Nobody's perfect. I'm never going to find the perfect man, right? Like, I feel like that person does not exist. Yeah, there's no perfect woman either. Exactly. So there's, I have a list of needs. Mm -hmm. I have to find somebody who can fulfill those needs. And then I have to be okay with choosing to ignore some things too. Like... I wouldn't even say no. I said to accept certain yes, things about him. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, that's a better word. Thank you. So, like, yeah. So. Marcus Post. <laughs> <laughs> AKA David Haslaw. <laughs> Thanks for the lifesaver. <laughs> you got it. Yeah, like finding finding somebody who can fulfill those needs, but then also being able to accept the things that are not going to change, or that mm-hmm. it's it's okay mm-hmm. if you leave the toilet seat up sometimes like you know like what that i can pass on that's all right you know but like better with it like at home i put it down but like about the other house i leave it up my like, d I'm, shit marcus right, right but then i think it's also very important to in in the early stages of finding those relationships to be able to communicate what your needs are because you have to know as 
as a potential suitor, you have to know what the needs are of the other person, mm-hmm. but then also be willing to do the work to maintain those needs. Yes. Because if that's not something that you can truly do, then the relationship won't succeed. Right. So I think with my experience, I've learned that because with my experience, I ex- <laughs> You're so silly. <laughs> Where's your red shorts? On <laughs> <Under> these pants. <laughs> Bring out that six pack. <laughs> I got a bottle of Ducé. How about that? <laughs> That's so silly. I'm oh, sorry. Get that. Yeah, all right. So yeah, like I think I think with my experience, my entire relationship with my husband, I, it was a big mistake. It was a mistake. I accepted things that I shouldn't have accepted because they were needs of mine. But I was too young and we moved too fast for me to really know what my needs were. I was Mm -hmm. young and we moved very fast. And so I, it started off on the wrong foot. Had I, had I spent more time getting to know him and getting to know us in the relationship before we got married, it would have been fine. But I would have realized earlier that this just wasn't meant to be. Yeah. And that's fine. But I think, yeah, it's so important in finding those suitors to be able to know yourself and be able to communicate what you need as a person up front. Mm -hmm. Because there's no need to get to know somebody beyond that if they can't provide for those needs. Yeah. And and being willing to grow, like, I I guess, no, (laughs) it's so funny when I drive uber and lift and shit like that like you know people like the guy today was like he was like uh you're so deep as a for a driver i'm like uh bruh it's all these podcasts i listen to i'm fucking i'm fucking brilliant and i read books player i i don't say i haven't figured out but i have a very good idea what the fuck's going on in these streets don't you, know? you notice david hasselhoff when he walks in the door <laughs> wait, is it's a game Say, what are you over thirty five with children? <laughs> just my time. You just, you just. Oh, this is my time. How you doing, young lady? I'm gonna help you. <laughs> you got a great smile. Say yes, I do. Check out my energy. Keep the same. Feel the vibe. All these vibes for you, girl. You feel like you young again. That's my type. I, I ain't got no type. That's a goddamn lie. Young people are tough. These young ones are horrible. But God bless y'all, whoever you may be. Um, I don't know where I was. I, the, the, the theme song threw me off. What was I talking about? Oh, wait. What were you talking about? I was talking about fulfilling needs. Yeah. Like, and then I was saying, I was telling him, like, everyone does get the opportunity to get to know themselves. Mm-hmm. You get, you're born, you have to sort of, you know, depending on where your parents at, you know, where they going through, the time they have to spend, you know, them being able to get to raise you to be themselves are they, are they raising you to be who you are or who they want you to be right and then you put in these different social and then you situations. have to figure it out yourself right, right. because and, you've been taught these things and then your body or your mind or whatever who you are tells mm-hmm. you another thing yeah so then figuring out for yourself who you are and then you put in social situations you know based on your economics or your um, location and what you know then this you should be this and you should mm-hmm. be that or mm-hmm. that ain't right or you shouldn't love him about like all these different things that can um, deter you from getting a chance to uh, develop 
put you in a situation to make decisions maybe you're not able to handle yet. Yeah. And then these consequences you're not prepared for because no one tells you, you know, your mom might have been together for 35 years, but she didn't tell you that daddy had a whole other family on the other side of town. Mm-hmm. You know, your daddy, you think your daddy was motherfucking great. Your daddy went shit. Your mom was fucking a mailman. They don't tell you all the, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the scars, mm-hmm. but they tell you all the anniversaries and it's going to motherfucking right. Cuba. And right. they don't tell you the, the night she cried mm-hmm. alone, all that kind of shit. Like you have, they don't, yeah. I feel bad that they don't tell you all those stories and they give you the, the Disney version, not the true eat the eat true story. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That you grow up thinking life is sweet and life's a motherfucker. Life don't give a fuck about you. Mm-hmm. And shit can happen quickly. Mm-hmm. And when you think you got it figured out or you above it, that's when you find out your motherfucking husband and wife have been sleeping with their boss for 10 years and your daughter of nine. Mm-hmm. You can do the math. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. nothing is beyond, no one, in my mind, no one's behind anything. So nothing mm-hmm. ever surprises me. But like I say, my, like I never, I wasn't raised under the veil of, oh, this is love is amazing and this is supposed to happen. And but like she was like, hey, look, it's hard. It's it so takes, hard. It takes work. Yeah, I gotta like you. <laughs> the sex thing will get old after a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you gotta be open and honest with what you do and don't do, willing to do. Like, mm-hmm. I need to miss you. Mm-hmm. I need to. Uh, love me. Mm-hmm. No, I, my 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 mind is always like I never want a woman to lose herself in me. I want you. I want us to be a team. I want us to rule this kingdom. Right. But don't lose what I liked about you because I, uh, I like it. I want it. Like mm-hmm. be what I wanted you to be, and I always be willing to open up to do some new shit. Mm-hmm. You want to go skydiving? Cool. I'm not going. But I'll be down here when you get done. <laughs> like I'm okay with that. I want yeah. you know whatever that is. Like it's okay. To be your best self and to right. evolve and grow, right. but don't feel pressured to be because I don't like that shit. You know, right. or don't try to, oh, uh, uh, you mad, I'm going to sleep on the couch. Bitch, you mad. You sleep on the couch. I'm going in, up on this bed. I'm going to watch Pornhub. If you, no, you good? Fuck it then. <laughs> this shit going to happen with or without you. <laughs> I prefer you join me. Yeah. But if you mad about some yeah. shit and we had a disagreement, because like, another thing about my, my mom's marriage, like, I've never seen them argue. Mm-hmm. Like, Never seen them yell and scream. So how do you then figure out how to argue with your significant other as a grown adult if you haven't seen that play right. out? Yeah, I don't. I don't feel that's real. That's not real. Like they, yeah. I've never seen. I've seen them have conversations. Right. But I've never seen like this is like I've never seen like what the people think is normal relationship behavior. I'm like, no, that's not. I'm not finna. We can have a conversation as adults. Mm-hmm. Uh, we might disagree. Depends on what we're talking about. But if we don't agree, don't. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's well. That's fine. Depending on what it is, if it needs something to be, you know, like, you know, you know, or like parenting styles or mm-hmm. what, you know, what's, what's the crazy in your family yet? Like, mm-hmm. I need to know these things before I give you these seeds because if I'm testing you forever, mm-hmm. forever, forever, ever, I need forever, to know ever. what I'm buying into. Yeah. Because I ain't got time for all this shit. Well, and you also have to know what your boundaries are. So not mm-hmm. only coming with what your needs are, but then also what are you willing to deal with and what are you mm-hmm. not? Mm-hmm. Because some things are just off the table yeah. some people are you know what i messed up i slept with somebody and they'll take you back yeah. because that's who they are that's not a boundary a significant boundary for them to mm-hmm. say i'm out for others it is mm-hmm. so knowing where your boundaries are and being able to communicate okay so here's my needs here's my desires here's where my boundaries are and this is my uh, this is my i ain't messing with you no more mm-hmm. situations yeah. Because I dealt with a few of those mm-hmm. and chose to overlook a few of those mm-hmm. 
when maybe I should have taken that lesson then. Girl, you should get pretty ass on this podcast. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, David. <laughs> This moment was brought to you by Kusei Cognac. <laughs> Enjoy wherever you find your liquor at that's in the city because you can find it in the county. <laughs> I can find liquor in the county. Find it. Yeah, you'll find, you'll find the cognac. I'm a county girl. Yeah, duh. I'm a county girl. It's okay. I mean, I, I, a lot of your people are city people and listening to your podcast. Thus far. A significant amount of your people are city people. I'm a county girl. Yeah, we 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 got players for the county. I'm I'm, I'm uh, we got county players. Building bridges. Brand, building bridges, not walls. Coming soon to a county near you. Marcus Boston. Hello, ladies. Oh, okay. Get yourself together. Get together. I'm sorry, guys. Coming to a county near you. You're so silly. Very shortly. Um, but yeah, like so, I guess it's always like you know I repeat these statements and quotes all the time. Like you gotta understand people to understand that people come in life for three reasons: mm-hmm. a season, a reason, and a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And I've seen so many times where people get you know have kids or make bonds. People that's here for a reason, teach you a lesson, mm-hmm. to enjoy a moment. Well, and I think that statement's huge. Okay, sorry. What's huge? I, what? I heard, I heard, I heard that next sentence. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, that's huge. So I heard, I heard you say that on a previous podcast, and that stuck with me because when you meet people, if you go under the guise of "Are you here for a reason, a season, or a lifetime?" How can I grow and explore life with you? What are the benefits that you're bringing into my like? That's huge. I, I feel like. In my head, that opens my brain up into figuring out how can, in navigating life and building these relationships and being around people, how can I, how can we best use our strengths, mm-hmm. either for this reason, this season, or this lifetime, right? Like, right. I love that statement. Sorry, go on. I don't David. Know, I don't know how I was going. <laughs> um, oh, no, that's, that, that's how I approach everything. So, yeah. like, Regardless if it's romantically, this friendship business, like I'm always entering the conversation with respect to empathy. Mm-hmm. Cause I know I I've been blessed to not go through a lot of shit. Like I'm like no kind of crimes and murders mm-hmm. or car accidents or tragic camps. Like people go through shit. Absolutely. I've made it this far in life not going. I've lost grandparents, maybe a cousin, but like I haven't had those like tragic one in the morning phone calls. Some shit went down, mm-hmm. and I'm. 34 you know so i know your challenges came in other ways yeah right yeah and and i breath i breast sorry i, I embrace Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me, i embrace the good and the bad and trying to find the lesson in them <laughs> i gotta stop drinking on that <laughs> Ah, and it, it, it was a damn screensaver. Get your life together, dude. Um, and so I always enter situations with that when, like, now it's to the point where when 
when I know it's a challenge or a challenge in front of me, I just embrace it and know it's gonna work out. Mm-hmm. You know, I just say I don't know how it's gonna work out, but me saying it's not gonna work out, it's not it's gonna come true. So yeah. I'm gonna say it's gonna work out. What needs to find me will find me. I'm gonna right. do what I can. No, right. it's just almost like the serenity prayer. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Whatever mm-hmm. I can handle, I'm gonna mm-hmm. handle what I can't. I'm not gonna worry about, and mm-hmm. I need to know the difference between the two. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just my approach to where like. This might be just a couple weeks we hanging out, kicking it. I want to give you my best self for what I have available Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and let it be. You know, there's situations where we've communicated for years as through text and hang out or snap. But I appreciate that correspondence if I can just give you a smile that day. We don't hang out. Maybe I want to hang out more than than you are available, but I'm okay. Right. Like, I'm not mad at I can't have what I want, but I I appreciate what I have of you for that moment. Yeah. And, and And that's okay. And yeah. you know, I've had making the most of the the most of 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 that reason, that season, or that life thing. That's it. Yeah, because because yeah. worry about what I can't worry about. Like, oh man, she don't want them. That's cool. Yeah, somebody else. And sometimes those reasons turned into seasons. Yeah, and sometimes those seasons turned into a lifetime. Exactly. Unexpectedly, and that's fine. Exactly. And I think I think everyone would benefit more if it just it's embracing life. Mm-hmm. Like you know, just first, definitely take time to heal. Take time to realize why that situation, whatever that might be, failed or mm-hmm. you got treated wrong. And lessons unlearned are repeated. Mm-hmm. You know, lesson, L's are not losses, they're lessons. Mm-hmm. And and take some time to, you know, I always get baffled when someone say, I'm bored. Like, you know how much shit to do in the world? Like, how, like, turn Netflix off. Like, you know, like, what are you, I was, now I'm at the point where, like, I ask people, what are your, what's your creative pursuits? You know, I hate the yeah. question of, what do you do? I'm like, I podcast trapping. You know, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that defines me. My my employment does not define me. Right. You know, like, you know, I'm not you're not gonna put me in a box because I don't have a certain uh uh monetary uh value at this moment, mm-hmm. but I have something that's more more valuable is I'm happy and I can share my happiness, I can teach, I can reach yeah. and I, it's gonna work out. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know I've I've left a good impression of people that if something was to happen mm-hmm. At the level, people will be in my corner to get me through it. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, why would they not? You know, because we vice versa. I, I try to be as accountable, available, consistent as possible. And the, and all the time, you know, even sometimes it might cost my sleep. But I know tomorrow could be it. Mm-hmm. You know, this could be the end of it. So I want to leave something, some right. kind of legacy right. and, and thought process. Say, hey, when he, he, he was a good guy. You know, I always want to leave with character. And compassion, because the world needs more of it. Right. And understand, like, you can't buy that. Either you have it or you don't. Right. And the, the world needs more of it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think about, uh, you know, there are so many people out there who, when you're trying to engage them in conversation, it's, what do you what do you do? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's the common question. What do you do? Or where did you go to high school? Or yeah. what's going on? And there's so many people who are just good. They're good. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be bothered. They want to turn on Netflix when they get home, and they mm-hmm. want to do nothing. And then they turn 45, and they say, oh, my God, I wanted to do that with my life. But I didn't. Yeah. And so, and that's not who I'm pursuing. Like, that's not the type of person I'm pursuing. And so I do feel like it's important to constantly grow and thrive. Like, what are you doing with yourself? Where are you going? Where's your whiteboard with your next steps? Like, yeah. if you want to be somebody, if you want to go do something important, 
Put it on a whiteboard. Make it happen. Why gotta be white? Just ask the question. Chalkboard? Black History Month. I'm just throwing it out here. Black History Month. I don't want to smoke. It's Black History Month. I just want to know. Black is beautiful. It and, is beautiful. And um, you know, I know that. Uh, hey. hey. <laughs> Hit a booty. <laughs> no. Okay, so I have a question for you. Go ahead, girl. I'm gonna. <laughs> Let me turn the tables here. Talk to Mark's boss. Stop. What's in your mind? Talk to me. So I have a good friend. Um, we've been friends for a long time. And he, it's a boy, okay? Um, his name's Mr. Brown. We'll call him Mr. Brown, okay? <laughs> so he has a perspective. You had touched on um, monogamy mm-hmm. and how it's a social contract and it's right. difficult. and mm-hmm. It's not. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So we had had a conversation. That made me think deeper because what I value so much about Mr. Brown is that he always has a perspective that is contradictory to mine or makes me think in another way, Mm -hmm. a way that's not normal for me. And Mm -hmm. so um, that's what makes us such good friends because we're able to have these very real conversations about things that challenge each other and our beliefs and our perspectives. Okay. So he brought up this idea that I had never thought about before. He said, most relationships that fail, let's say 97, I don't know, I'm pulling a number out of my hat, right? Mm-hmm. Like 97% of relationships that fail, fail because one person or the other cheated, mm-hmm. which ultimately was why my relationship failed. Right. So um, if you took monogamy out of this situation, if you took it out as the expectation, if you took it out as an expectation to a relationship, mm-hmm most relationships would then start to succeed. Mm-hmm. Okay. My turn? Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Um you know, communication. Like I've 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 dealt I've had women that were in a poly situation to where they but were He's not talking poly. So what is he what is he saying? So he's saying, you know, like if we're together, mhm my focus is you. I'm not actively pursuing other people. Okay. You're my, you're, you're my person, right? Yeah. Like we're in this relationship. We're in this together. Uh-huh. But let's say you had a bad day. Yeah. I'm going to go fulfill my needs somewhere else because you're not willing to do that. You're busy. You're doing your thing. I'll go do that. I'm not going to come back and tell you. You're not going to ask questions. What that's I do, a, that's, my, that's I, not going to work. Right? That's I thought work. so too. No, because you, because now, no, because you, you signed on to be in a monogamy. You, you signed on to be in monogamy. So you can't you can't do that. It's one thing you got you can't that's that's just not that's unfair. But if she if she's if if she signed on to be with you and only you, and you you gave her the impression. But if the communication was up front to say like, hey, what are you doing in my free time? I, like this oh, might she, be then, a thing. Then she's stupid for signing that contract because she's not built for it. If she's not built for that, then she shouldn't sign that. She shouldn't sign up for it. That's if he was, if he was if he was up front and said, hey. Sometimes I love you. We 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 here, mm-hmm. but I like to sometimes. Hunt I feel like that's and chase like, yeah. something random. Just keep this, just, <laughs> just just for the sake of the game. Yeah, and I'll and I'll do it safely. And you never know, and I won't be messy about it. And I'll be and I'll do it in a level of respect. And she's okay with it. Okay, but in my head, it's like asking for permission to 
every so often, go find somebody else. Like but, it, it, he's being upfront about it, so he's asking for the permission to do yeah, it. Which she had, thank you for that open, honest right. communication. Yeah. Um. That would take a special person. I mean, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's, I don't think, I think it's more common than we think. I think we we don't hear about the wins as much as we hear about the losses. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. I think. And well, and that's so that's why I brought it up earlier, like like defining your boundaries because some people that would be okay with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I've 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 taken you know deep dives into communities where you know the husband is all on board for his wife to be involved in right some stuff right. You know, and he's comfortable. He's there filming, like blah blah blah. But they have. But I feel like at least there. That has been a decision where all parties are involved and right. they're all active in the situation. That's right. a different situation than we're in a relationship and you're not fulfilling my need at this moment. So but, I'm going to go find that need somewhere else and then come back home. But I don't. I don't even think it's. I don't even take it as as you as you explain. It sounds like she's taking it personal. Like she's like like she's doing something that that he that he's fulfilling something she can't do. It's not about her. That what he's doing, right? It's, about it's not about her because mm-hmm. you are doing something that is making him happy on a level that he wants to be with you mm-hmm. day in day out. Mm-hmm. To where if he wants to go out and hunt rabbit, it's not because you can't cook it mm-hmm. or your rabbit's bad. I just want to go hunt rabbit and then I'm come home and we gonna be good. Well, <laughs> that's a me thing. That's yeah. not yeah. Another, no side of you because I love being with you and being around you and you make me feel ways and blah blah blah. That this rabbit can't make me feel, but I still like to hunt rabbit every once in a while. But what if that rabbit turns into, goes from every once in a while to, I like this rabbit more? Well, that's just me. And I feel like that's where that, that's why there is a line of monogamy, Mm -hmm. right? Don't you think? I I mean, mean, it's, once again, it's hard. It takes work. And if he comes up front and says, hey, I want to be with you, but I'd like to hunt rabbit sometimes. But I'm going to hunt rabbit in a way that's not messy. It's respectful. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to bring it home. I'm going to do some protection. Like, and I take that risk. Mm-hmm. It's still a risk. Mm-hmm. And the shit could go left. Mm-hmm. And it turned to a whole shit show. But that's where you have to make a choice. Do you want to take, is he worth that risk? Right. Of that possible right. shit show. Right. That's a shit, and, and he dope for at least being upfront about it. Because most yeah. guys just go do Absolutely. the shit. Absolutely. I, I praise him all day long for that. And That's something that he feels very strongly about. So he's looking for a companion who would be okay with that. Mm -hmm. Which I feel is, he'll find somebody. He'll find it. It's going to take some work. Yeah. It's going to take time to take work because he's going and he's living his true self. I'm just trying to think, like, if I as a person was in that situation, could I ever be okay with it? I mean, dealing with another human being is a risk in itself. You're never going to, it's just, as a friend or a man's place, it's a risk. Like, so once you choose to deal with another person, you're... Just gonna have to believe what they tell you, and hope for the best. Right. Either way, if you don't want, if you don't want to take the risk, then you have to deal with nobody and buy you a cat. That's also a risk, <laughs> or buy a robot. It's just dealing with other human beings is risky. Cats suck. The the scale of, I mean, I, I think all. No, I'm not gonna get into that conversation because people. Do I'd rather do a fish. I just rather not do any of it and read a book. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just it's all just responsibility. I just. I like to keep it to a minimum. People are enough. I don't need to buy a problem. Mm-hmm. I deal with people, people enough. People are hard. Yeah, people that's enough hard. energy. Yeah. And I, I do it. Don't get me wrong. I love the, the back and forth engagement with people, but like yeah. they're still fucking hard. They are. Um, But, I mean, she has to make a decision. Is he worth 
the risk dealing with people right. dealing with anybody Deal, me, me dealing with me, me working with Cecil me working with me having you here everything yeah. I do with other human being is a risk me yeah. driving my car home is a risk because other people are driving their cars mm-hmm. life's a risk but mm-hmm. I'm happy to have it because everyone don't have one today mm-hmm. or tomorrow or the next 20 minutes but and the benefits that come with it yeah you gotta weigh it out the, yeah it's okay like it's okay we're gonna run this course we're gonna have a good time and yeah when it's over, it ends. Well, and I would say, you know, all day long, every time I talk about my previous marriage, I, I mean, it was messed up. You know that. I remember, I remember telling you about it and you were like, oh my God, Chrissy, you need to write a book. I said, that's making sense. How do every you put day? up with all of this? Every day? All of these things. Every day? I mean, right? Um, I, don't even sh- I don't even shower every day. I'm just kidding. Guys. <laughs> I do. But I say all day long, I, it has made me a better person. It's made me mm-hmm. who I am. There are so many lessons I learned from that. Mm-hmm. So many lessons and so many experiences that I had that it's made me know myself better. Yep. It's made me know my boundaries better. It's helped me to grow mm-hmm. it, and it's going to help pose me for somebody else in a better place. Yeah. I agree. Moving forward. So, although it sucked, I'm so thankful I went through it Mm -hmm. because I can't imagine where I'd be had I not done that. I'd be a whole different person. Yep. I I mean, I think about the same thing too. Like, what if, you know, I used to be upset that, oh, my mom doesn't have a car, so I had to be, you know, be picked up and dropped Mm -hmm. off for a long ass time and, oh, I couldn't hang off this girl and... All those kind of like, oh man, if I had this, then I wouldn't mean that now. But like, what if I didn't get laid off from that job? What if I would have stuck with that job? What if I didn't take the risk? Or you know, like, what if I had didn't have a car? You know, like, ha- like I'm grateful for all that shit because I wouldn't be here in a position to do what I'm doing and have a level of happiness and peace that most people might not never get to because they have so many things put in their way, yeah, by their own fault and just by life, you yeah. know, uh, situation. So. The rainbow always comes after the rain. Yeah. So, and there's so much to learn and mm-hmm. grow from in the rain. Yeah. I, you got to enjoy the rain as much as you enjoy the sunshine. Yeah. Like it's cold outside. And it's hard to do. It is so hard to do that and appreciate it when you're going through hard mm-hmm. stuff. You got. I think you got to prepare for it. Like, one interview question was like, how do you handle stress? I'm like, I know it's temporary. Yeah. I know I, I it's, it's, it's something in here I can learn from it. So those days that are dark and I don't find valuable, I say, well, let me prepare myself for those days because I know it's coming. Mm-hmm. So let me have things around me to sort of gravitate towards to involve myself with when that shows up. And then when it's over, it, you know, it's easy to get through, you know. And I see how you would be, you'd probably, you probably handle your stress way better than I do. I'm way more spasmatic. You're more level-headed and calm, cool, and collected. I'm a spaz all day long. <laughs> I, I freak out. I have my moment of crazy, like, oh, my God, call every person I know. Bring the forces. Help me out. Call like, the cavalry. Right? Um, but there is so much value. And it's for me, it's hard to get to that place of what am I going to learn from this? Mm-hmm. Um, but when I get there, it's good, right? So taking those moments to then figure out what my lessons are and then how this is going to change my future. Mm-hmm. It's important. Yeah. Like I just, yeah, like I, I agree, you know, and everyone is, you know, I guess I value time is uh life is long, but it's short. It's, mm-hmm. it's a contradictory statement. 
Um, another damn, I had another good saying in my head. Um, the days are long, the years are short. That's what I think. No, that that yeah. that's a better version of what I said. <laughs> I think that's a quote by somebody. Somebody. Uh, yes, you are correct. Somebody, somebody. Uh, uh, damn, I was gonna say something. No, let me get my let me get my thoughts right. <laughs> <laughs> Is this me sending you the lifesaver this time? <laughs> too i don't know they come back to me um another thing that you brought to my life that i don't know if you know this impacted me but it's um meditation oh yep yep yeah i mean i think when at the point at the point that we were talking i mean there was so much in my world changing at that time that like you know you go through this moment of panic and paranoia and stress and i wasn't sleeping for the life of me. And you're like, oh, yeah, I meditate. And I was like, oh, you're stupid. <laughs> oh, wait, let me try this. <laughs> you meditate? Weirdo. Right? <laughs> let me feel my body. <laughs> Relax from the head to the toes. Like, Relax your mind I was like, What's that going to do for me? Yeah, yeah. But holy peace. Mm-hmm. Finding that peace in the storm was at that moment critical to getting beyond it. Cause here I am single, single mom, four kids, great job, demanding job, mm-hmm. figuring out how to live life with him no longer in the picture. Holy tornado. Like, Shit. And to find that peace in those moments, that was how I was able to sleep. I'd go to sleep. Because I was meditating. It bored me. No, I'm kidding. Um, but it, it brought me. It brought me to that center. Stop it. <laughs> I want to remember what the damn saying, that quote I was going to say. I got nothing, bro. I can see it, but I can't. It's not coming to my mind. I, I have no idea. I have no idea, though. Oh man, Chrissy, I had these. I had all these, all these fucking questions I wrote out, and um, we talked about everything besides these questions. But our conversation <laughs> was better than the questions I came up with. These boring ass. I'm questions. curious what the questions are. Okay, here we go. So here, here, okay, here's a, here's one. How did you look at men and relationships growing up? So growing up, I actually like you. I was late to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I had had one guy show interest in me young, uh, seventh, eighth grade. Uh Um, I had a couple guys show interest in high school, but I wasn't interested in them. I wasn't interested in being in a relationship. Mm -hmm. I didn't have my first boyfriend until after college. Damn, after college. After college. That's why you. That's why you got taken. That's why. That's why they got you. They saw. Oh, they saw Bambi. They said, oh, look at this. Well, right. So she has no idea. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. No, I legit I, I, didn't. I, I know. So I know, I know the look. I'm talking to. Never mind. Go ahead. So, so from my experience, I well, we, yeah, it was right after college. We met right after college. Um, I was teaching at the time. Mm-hmm. He was my first relationship. I, I had 
two or three boyfriends before I got married. And I think that was, again, a huge part of that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I found a guy who loved me. Yeah. I was excited about it. It felt good yeah. to be in love. Um, Don't trust him feelings. Right? Like, wait till the dust settles. Yes, <laughs> yes. But I didn't know. I was young. I was naive. I wanted to believe you in the good it. of people. That, that, you know? That, that, that. That that believing good thing, I think that's a I think that's a whole I think it's a horrible socialized thing to women to where the women will see the good in people, especially men, knowing men are fucking trash. In yeah. my mind, everybody's guilty. <laughs> men, you might as well throw your ass off the motherfucking boat. But I don't think I knew that he was I don't think I knew that he was trash. It'll have to be him. Until... All men are trash except Marcus Boston. Except me, I'm great. (laughs) Um, You know, but yeah, everyone's guilty. Yeah. So growing up, I don't know if I had like a a thought or an opinion on. You had no idea. You was a doe. You just a little baby walking around, wide eyed, bushy tailed. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, he's cute. And a hunter with bodies on. Oh, he's cute. Oh, he's cute. He knew it. I know. I know. And I. But. That's why. I I didn't really develop a strong opinion until until older. I don't have the uh, the moral. I have a too high of a moral uh, compass to take the doles down. You know, like I I know the tools I have within me. Um, I have a great smile. I'm smart. Yeah. Um, very ambitious. Yeah. Um, all those things that women often tell me they are great, and mm-hmm. I've proven to be correct. Mm-hmm. And I know it's, it will be easy for me to take advantage of women that clearly have no idea of. Mm-hmm what's going to happen to him that's why i choose as being a morally aware human being to deal with to to spend time with women that are more seasoned yeah because i want to learn something mm-hmm. she's going to teach me something mm-hmm. and i know we're you know that we're on equal equal playing field mm-hmm. you know and that you know that's just the i've always dated older women or older mature women mm-hmm. because i know that it's easy to manipulate and and I know how they're socialized to be at that age. I don't want to be that person. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to want too much of me than I want to give and they don't have the seasoning. I like a nice well-seasoned meal. Mm-hmm. I don't want no Hot Pocket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want a piece of roll. <laughs> I want a full course slowly prepared meal in an apron <laughs> in an apron <laughs> just to give a visual i want a person that okay. can cook, they can put a meal together not someone that's just gonna read the directions and put the, the microwave no 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 no, no. Now, I and in return she can stay in the house off <laughs> see I, I wasn't gonna play this music no more now that we're here You know, I like to pull them out of the water that they get thrown into. Uh (laughs) And I want to enjoy that meal that they offer. Right. And get them back, rehabilitate them, put back into the world because, and who knows, maybe the next one I rehabilitate might be the one that might be in a position to, you know, whatever, whatnot. I put nothing off off the board because I'm always evolving and growing. And I leave all the doors open. Like, I I, I believe in the open door policy. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not going to beg you to stay here. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to beg you or plead to come back. Mm-hmm. You want to leave? Something I did that to you was so offensive 
and you know some type of way i'll say sorry and if you need to leave then do so mm-hmm. and vice versa if you come back we can see where we at mm-hmm. when we get there mm-hmm. and that's, that's just how i choose to live life because like it falls back to those three things season reason lifetime mm-hmm. there's no reason a season can't turn to a lifetime and vice versa Depends right. on what's going, but I just make sure myself make myself available to those things. Right. You know, maybe to have conversations of depth before we get that far. Yeah. You know, and take everything into account mm-hmm. and be open and honest. Just easy to weigh and line is exhausting. And making sure that it's still providing its best outcome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That it's still good for both parties and that it's still providing growth and, and encouragement. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not looking to help and serve other people, then what are you here for? Like, I just, my life is not about me. It's about how I can find ways to serve other people Mm -hmm. in ways that I couldn't imagine. You know, I still want to get back to my big brother stuff and all those type of things and just being uh, uh, essence and presence. So anyone I choose to attach myself towards in that way has to be on that same growth and open mindedness and like not be attached to some kind of flaw belief belief system even if you might believe in something but be open to saying that maybe what you believe in is trash and this is why and and that's but now i was working on this thought like maybe people are so attached to beliefs because they, they identify it not only with themselves but to someone you know what i'm saying like i'm not going to change my beliefs because my mama said it well your mama don't know shit <laughs> your mama is a human being that's flawed mm-hmm. she fucked up too mm-hmm. your mama might been a hoe you don't know what your mama was before she was your mama. Your mama had a whole life of popping that pussy <laughs> before she became your mama. She might be the one she has in the first place. Let's be honest. <laughs> Can we have a conversation? <laughs> that's, are you able to have that conversation? Because that's a fair conversation. I mean, <laughs> it's just a saying. <laughs> okay. I mean, everybody's mama wasn't a motherfucking saint. <laughs> Most mamas wasn't playing. Your mama might have been twerking. Your mama might fucked half the hood. We don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. Mm-hmm. Your mama been Kim K. We don't know. <laughs> it's just be. It's, it's your mom. I get it. But maybe she's not who you think she is. Mm-hmm. Because she's been married today for 25 years. I mean, she wasn't fucking your uncle. Your play uncle for 15. Let's just say. Let's just be honest. It's okay. It's so funny how men want women to be nasty, but then saints. You can't have both ways, bro. Can't have, can't have a, a holy porn star. That's how it works, bro. If she's holy, she's boring. She's a porn star. Well, she can grow into somebody very, very respectable. I'd rather take my chances on somebody that's embraced her humanity mm-hmm. than someone that's like, oh, no, I can't do this. Can't do what? Mm-hmm. I'm a, what? You don't? Okay. Hmm. Interesting. That's where we at. Now I hit him with the. Let me tell you something. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, Chrissy. Uh, okay. Let me give you a couple more questions and get you out okay. of here because we all got to do things beyond, yeah, right. beyond the podcast. Um, what would you do differently in retrospect to, uh, I mean, you just sort of said that you would have taken your time, you would have taken more time and get to know mm-hmm. him as mm-hmm. the monster he is, mm-hmm. which many men are trash. So it's like, he's just a bunch of a lot of them. Um, I answered the question for you apparently. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would have taken more time. However, quite frankly, I don't know if I would have done it differently again, because of where I am today and what I have learned from it. So I'm almost thankful, you know, and, and quite frankly, I was so happy. I was so happy for a while. Mm -hmm. I was really happy. He brought a lot of joy to my life. 
um, for a minute. <laughs> so, I mean, I'll take that. You know, I think, I don't think I would have changed really anything. I've got two fantastic boys um, and two stepchildren that I love with all of my soul. So that's some joy, joy and pain there and Frankie Beverly Renee's <laughs> for you young souls out there. You know? this, this is soul and B. This is when they had instruments and shit. Was making music. Hit it. Music. Sorry, guys. I'm drinking. Mm. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I am. Uh, let me see. Uh, how is dating with kids? You sort of spoke on that. Just you got to protect hard. the kingdom. It's hard. It's, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard in general. Yes. It's super hard with babies. It's super hard. Fuck yeah. I mean, a so like you were mentioning the people who want to talk to you every five minutes. I don't have to five minutes. Mm-mm. Like I need to say hi to you in the morning, and mm-hmm. I'll say good night to you at night, mm-hmm. and then maybe we'll get a couple texts in the day. I, uh, yeah. Uh, I got laundry. Like <laughs> yeah, I mean. And watch I got laundry. Draws. I got kids. I got bath time. I got homework time. I have, I have to work. I have to. I'm busy. And I was thinking about this the other day because, at my point in life, I'm 35. Okay, I just turned 35. So for me to date, the majority of my pool is people in my situation. So, dads who are divorced who have partial custody of their children or whatever right so the system is set up that kids are generally with mom monday through friday and they go to dad's on the weekend or every other weekend okay so if i have my kids monday through friday and he has his kids on the weekend i ain't never gonna see you unless we introduce babysitters or ma or what like i ain't never gonna see you oh that's so sad like and then this is where marcus comes in (laughs) i mean like (laughs) To date a single dad is hard. Fuck yeah. I mean, I would know because uh, I ain't got no kids, but go, go ahead. Probably it's turned into a commercial for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come in next time with posters. Hate <laughs> me. <laughs> if you need to be saved, come to the beach. <laughs> I'm available Monday through Friday. <laughs> I'm available. I can make a pin to your schedule. Yeah. <laughs> Is that your number one seller? That's <laughs> <laughs> really all I need. Free on weekends. <laughs> I can come through the week. Can I go to sleep? I can come on the weekends. So we can figure it out. I am available. <laughs> I do drive. I bring my own overnight bag. I will be going before I go to work in the school in the morning. <laughs> I mean, really, it is like so. So, yeah, trying to keep them protected, keep them out of the drama that comes with Mm -hmm. any of that, figuring out what kind of person is the person I'm okay with introducing to my children. Mm -hmm. I mean, up until the last year or so, my kids didn't even know male friends of mine. Mm -hmm. And to this day, they only know two of them. Yeah. And. And those are legit friends, not right. like friends with a little something on the side. They're just friends. <laughs> and so like mm-hmm. like really identifying, but I feel like for my children, because of the situation that I'm in, I feel like it's so valuable to bring other males around my children so that they can learn different 
lessons yeah. and way to be. Right. Um, not saying that their dad isn't a good role model or a good father because he is a good father. Um, but they bring other strengths that mm-hmm. my kid, another lessons yeah. that my kids yeah. would, would benefit from. So figuring out like, are you trash? Are you not trash? I need to know you at least like a year and a half to fig- to determine, are you trash? And if you're not trash, okay, now you can meet yeah, my kids. I mean, yeah. Like you want to come yeah. over for pizza night? All right, cool. But then how do you navigate that also with your ex? So, mm-hmm. um, I personally would have a hard time if you were to bring a girl around my children. Um, I'm never have a children. I'm out, guys. I mean, I it, it's it. it's just hard for me to be like, okay, I don't know her, and what lessons is she bringing to my children? Yeah. Because that's something that I care so much about. So, like, he and I have had that conversation of, okay, if if I'm in a relationship with somebody, and I'm to the point where I want that person to meet the kids and they want, they are going to meet that person as my boyfriend. I'm going to have the respect and courtesy to tell you about it first and offer you the opportunity to meet that person too. Do you have to do that? No. Do I choose to do that? Yes. Do I expect the same in return? No. Would I like it? Yes. So if he chooses to bring a girl around my kids and the, and the fact that of like a girlfriend, this is my girlfriend, I, I would appreciate the courtesy to say, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm bringing her around. Do you want to meet her first? I would like to. Yeah. Does that mean you can't make your own choices? No, do your thing. You're going to live your life however you do it. But I mean, I would appreciate that first. I don't know. We'll see. It's hard. Yeah, yeah, you guys, all you, all be five single parents, dads, moms. Yeah, I've sold me, but I'm out. Yeah, I just want to be. I'm so settled in my mind to be this stepdad of the year, to where I just come in. Oh, Dee's great, and God damn it, Marcus is great, and uh, <laughs> yada yada yada. Yeah, that's it. That's all right. I gotta focus on like we can ease me into this. If yeah. I want to deal with you, be vibing. I don't need to meet them. Children, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, them little motherfuckers. I mean, them kids, no time soon. <laughs> Ease it in, all right? You yeah. see, I mean, the dad works out, we can chop it up, see where his mind's at, see yeah. where my mind at. This is what we're gonna do, and that's fine because I'm gonna win every time, yeah, because I'm just dope like that. You're dope like that, you know, maybe just me, me, love well, me. And there's me. plenty of people out there who are like, I don't care what she has to say, I'm gonna do me. This is my life, she's not in my life anymore, and that's that's their dynamic, and that's that's cool. That's just not how I function. Yeah, that's, I mean, your life is about your kids, man. You got to do what's best for you, for the babies. Yeah. Best for the babies. Okay, let me, well, I mean, that's my, that's my question was trash. Was, nah, how do you come, was, how do you come across while trying to find love? That's stupid. Why do women put up with it? Hit that already. We did, I said, I had a second. We talked about that. Okay. None of was, uh, digging to Marcus. But I think you already, you already asked me a question, didn't you? This is the segment of you that dig into markets. See if anything you want to dig into me about. Dig into mm. my mind perspective. <laughs> I mean, I think you've commercialed yourself out of this episode. I mean, that wasn't really common. <laughs> I was just, you know, just having a conversation. Um, being into seasoned women. Mm-hmm. Okay, so coming from the perspective of you are a single guy with no children. Yep, say it again. Who's into you. Say, say that one more time. Who's t- <laughs> 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 Who's preference is a seasoned woman mm-hmm. 
what are your biggest challenges in dating somebody in that realm? Um, them accepting my freedom and sense of not conforming to what they're used to. Mm-hmm. Um, me being as super positive, super outgoing, super like, it's like, why do you want to be with me? I'm like, I'm with you because something about you I enjoy. So don't stop self, stop self doubting or self questioning why I'm choosing to spend time with you. Mm-hmm. Just enjoy what we have going. Mm-hmm. And can I define what we're doing yet? No, I don't know yet. I'm still figuring my shit out. I'm not settled in what I want to do, but I do want to enjoy our time together and see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably the biggest thing, and like them not be they're they've been so used to being in a structured, confined thought that when I approach them saying like, hey, "What do you want? What's your creative pursuits?" You work. I don't understand. You work at Blue Cross Blue Shield, the vice president, blah blah. blah. That's cool, but who are you outside of that label? Right. What? Who are you? Not what? Not what are you? As in like occupation? Who are you? Some what people you... find their value in their occupation though, and that's why they answered that. Cool, way. but that's not true. Right. I feel that's a goddamn lie. So if you lose that job, <laughs> if you lose that job tomorrow, then what you have? Mm-hmm. What? What? That's the question. That's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. And them being unable to answer that question makes them uncomfortable. Because now mm-hmm. I'm getting to the shits. Now I'm, I'm deep diving. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm getting to that. I mean, the Olympic pool now. I like to be in the deep part of the sea. Because mm-hmm. you know why. <laughs> I like to dive deep. <laughs> and some, some, a lot of women that are used to being in those, usually dealing with guys to give you those shallow service conversations, they're like, damn, this motherfucker going deep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Get, get your flins on. We going deep. We going down to the abyss. Mm-hmm. I'm like Aquaman. Mm-hmm. If, I Aqu- if I had Aquaman body, I would own clothes. <laughs> or I'm a sling all day. Um, but that's probably the biggest thing is that me, that I hit them with such a high level of, comfort and communication and intelligence mm-hmm. and questioning everything they identify with mm-hmm. they almost come off as being attacking or like just me coming off in a level of like you know know it all whatever I'm like no i just want to get to know who you are what defines you that's not a label placed upon you mm-hmm. i don't believe when you was 12 or 13 you said i want to be vp of blue cross blue shield that's not that wasn't a good goal right. it's what you sort of fell into but like what do you do creatively what do you read what do you mm. you know what do you watch not mm. regular television like document like that's the question like what do you read what's your creative what pursuits you? what yeah. defines you as a human being not your table not your occupation mm-hmm. and women that can't answer that are the ones that don't you don't get that far because you've never been hit with that kind of questioning because most guys hit you with the generic bullshit mm-hmm. i'm i'm not generic or i'm not bullshit mm-hmm. Well, and you're not status quo. Right. I mean, I feel like I, same goes with guys. There's guys that can't do that too. And for mm-hmm. me, that's unacceptable. And that's not yeah. where I am in life. And that's not who the type of person that I'm looking for. I'm not status quo. Yeah. I'm great. Yeah. Good, and I'm going good. to great, right? Good. Like, <laughs> good to great. So. God damn it. Woo! <laughs> yes! Yes! Right. So I hear you there. Yeah. I hear you there. That's probably the biggest thing. And, and even when I talk to girls my age and younger, you know, in that realm, they're so distracted by everything else. It's really hard for them to focus because mm-hmm. they're raised in a generation that went below me where they've used to have all these neural stimul- stimulants to where they're so distracted by bullshit that you can't even have, you can't even have, the, you can't, you, you don't have to define yourself. You define yourself and it don't matter. So that's now like, can I get you to focus on this conversation and let, 
you define your own self, not being defined by people around you. So like, you know, one side is not ready to dip, not ready to dip to, to swim deep. Other side is not even able to get in the water because so fucking distracted by the shiny sand. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, well, that's just, well, you know, look at thing. I'm David Halfhouse and I can, I can, I know how to navigate all this shit. Unfortunately. <laughs> Just willing to deal with it and, and getting through it. And it, like I say, everything doesn't always pan out. Either. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Keep, keep moving. You have things to do. Always something to do. So as a page I could have read, always something I could be done. So I'm never bored. Right. <laughs> if, I, if I text you back, believe you are important. Because I could have not. <laughs> so shit, quickly, too. Some shit. You I, replied to me quickly. I try to be very responsive. I try to be very, very responsive. As, as soon as I get it, I get it right back. If I don't get back to you, my so type A personality appreciates people like you. Yeah, I, hey, <laughs> right back at it, baby. I, want, I don't want you know. I, I'm here for you. I'm available. That's something I work hard to to uh, be and and subscribe to. So I'm not, I'm not that person because my phone is on me all the time. I don't, so, as somebody actively dating, as a as a male who's actively dating, then mm-hmm. what would be your biggest piece of advice or um, especially somebody who dates by meeting people online sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what would be your your biggest piece of advice for the women out there looking for love and relationships? Um, any question you have, ask ask any question you want to ask. Don't be don't be afraid to ask the question if you want to know, mm-hmm. and um, don't be afraid to ask a follow up question. Don't ignore a bullshit answer. Mm-hmm. Trust your gut. Um, uh, look at the details of what you're not seeing or what they're not showing. Um, uh, just live your truth. You know, like time is, time is like, time is, we say days are long, we say days are long and years are short. Did you say, yes. was it? Yeah. That's what you said? Yeah. It's like, ask the fucking question. Yeah. You know, get to know it. And if you're not feeling it, then keep it moving. Time like women got to understand you are the fucking prize first and foremost. Now I say that to you ladies not mean it but i'll tell myself that because i am the prize but i've worked hard to be this prize mm-hmm. I've, I've i've given out a lot of plan b's no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> is this table clean <laughs> <laughs> where's the lights on lights <laughs> But yeah, be don't be afraid to ask ask the question, and like also like men want to be wanted as well. I hate women that want to be chased. I like to be chased too. Like text me first, yeah. you know, hit me up. You know, what I'm saying yeah. I like to be I like to be desired as well. I don't want to feel like it's a one way street and I get like dry ass fucking answers mm-hmm. on a relationship. Why? Like what? Like you know, like nothing nothing more turn off than like someone that their clock is like ticking so loud I can fucking hear it. You're not. The person gonna knock that clock off and be the worst fucking person. <laughs> so chill the fuck out. Yeah. Once again, season, reason, lifetime. Yeah. Just enjoy people that come in your life. See where it goes. Yeah. You know, if you feel it, feel it. If you don't, you don't, and keep shooting. Yep. And just keep shooting. Yep. That's okay. Like, and and also, like, I find women that are attracted that are interested in something beyond themselves. Like, I, I like to do this. I like to be in the craft. Like, you like you do something beyond your title because you're not you're open to someone, but you're not looking and thirsty. You know what I'm saying? Like, so 
when you find someone, embrace them, let them come in. If not, it don't work. You know, you have to be safe. But yeah. the thirst is not attractive, and a person that don't enjoy that thirst will be the wrong person. Right. So, right. yeah, that's that's to answer your question. I don't remember what the question was, but I know <laughs> it was a good one. Well, and I think above all, it's important just to have fun with it. Yeah. Because if you're not enjoying yourself, and it, then the other person is not going to enjoy themselves either. No. And then what's the point? That's what's it. the point? That is it. Go home to your cat. Yeah, I don't have no goddamn animals. <laughs> <laughs> I just collect books. And it amazing how, how big the book question is. Are people being bored? Like, you know, do I read all my books all the time? No, but like I'm always interested in a new book. Mm-hmm. And I my people that say I have a book collection. Nope. Impress me with Jordan's motherfucker or heels. Do I do I do like heels, but I will also like see some books in that motherfucking closet too. Just throw it out there. So any any ending gems for the corner of Cognac with Marcus motherfucking Boston? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I would say, for me, it's take your time and have fun. Mm-hmm. I think that overall, that's the biggest lesson that I've learned um, through my relationships and where I've been and where I'm going. Um, there's no hurry. There's no hurry. What are you all in a hurry for? I ain't going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. Like, let's just enjoy ourselves. Let's have fun. Let's get to know each other. And, like, for me, the words only go so far. It's more the actions. And the actions take time. Mm-hmm. So pause. Enjoy where you are. Grow together. Take the opportunity to grow together mm-hmm. through time. Yes. You should have a pretty ass girl. Stop it. <laughs> If you hear this song, <laughs> you know what time it is. <laughs> <So silly. laughs> well, everyone, let's thank uh, Chrissy Beck for coming to the corner of Cognac as the first lady of the corner. Thanks for having me. <laughs> All you people. <laughs> All you fine folks in the audience out there, give another round of applause. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. All right. Well, I am uh, Marcus Boston. This has been Cognac Corner. As usual, love yourself, love each other, and time is all we got, so make it count. Good night. Marcus Hey, how you, how you doing?